Borealis Entertainment presents Get Lost So You Can Find Your Way Home, a podcast memoir by M.K. Lott. So, this week I wanted to talk about the question I get asked probably more than any other question right now, and in all honesty, it's a fair question. When people find out that I'm a hypnotherapist, they always ask either, can you hypnotize me, or am I able to be hypnotized? Which I take to be the same question. And the short answer is yes, I can hypnotize anyone because anyone can be hypnotized. The medium answer is it's a matter of permission. So anybody can be hypnotized so long as they consent to it. That's the ultimate thing that needs to happen. The long answer is, imagine you have a leaky shower faucet and you don't know how to fix it, so you call a plumber. The only way the plumber can go in and fix the shower faucet is if you unlock the door. And mentally, that's the relationship between a hypnotherapist and a client. If you don't allow the hypnotherapist in, the hypnotherapist can't do anything. That's what makes hypnotherapy such a unique but powerful tool. The mind is so strong that if it doesn't want to open, it will lock itself shut. But once and when it opens up and allows itself to take in all the information that a hypnotherapist can help provide, it can change its programming completely. Now, some people may be asking, because I asked this when I was in school for hypnotherapy, well, what about brainwashing? And that's a good question. Ultimately, the biggest difference between brainwashing and hypnosis is a matter of consent and deprivation. So with brainwashing, it takes place over the span of multiple days, if not weeks, making it significantly longer than hypnosis, and you deprive the person of food, water, shelter, everything a human needs to survive is ultimately taken away, and it stays retracted for so long that the brain has to do essentially what computer programmers would call a factory reset where you erase everything, where you wash the brain of what it knows. A perfect example of this would be Game of Thrones, back when it was good. Yeah, I said it. That's not a hot take, and you know it's not. But the process of Ramsay Bolton torturing Theon into Reek would be a kind of brainwashing, because in addition to the pain and the dismemberments that happen, Ramsay takes away Theon's sense of shelter. I don't remember exactly, but I would imagine he takes away his privilege to food and water, and ultimately, Theon kind of loses his sense of reality. He doesn't know who to trust, how to get out of danger, he's in survival mode all the time, and at that point, his sense of knowing and understanding of the world is shattered so severely that not only does he turn into Ramsay's lapdog, but he has trauma that translates into cowardice and inactivity later, way after Ramsey dies. That's brainwashing. Now, hypnosis is more like a rest compared to a reset. It's like decluttering the issues and day-to-day thoughts so you can actually work on the things you want to have worked on. You ever notice how much better you feel when you clean a room and you throw out old stuff, almost like you can breathe again? Kind of like that feeling? That's hypnotherapy, versus brainwashing, which is like a random stranger throwing you out of your own house, declaring squatter's rights, and forcing you to move somewhere else. Now, the next question I would imagine naturally comes next is, 
how can I be comfortable with hypnosis? And for me, it's a matter of transparency. The hypnotherapist should tell you the process of what hypnosis will feel like so you don't feel like there's any funny business or sketchy stuff going on. And that's a little tricky because it's different for everyone. Sometimes that's enough for people to move forward, otherwise it's more a matter of actually finding full comfort in the process of hypnotherapy. And here's the thing, hypnotherapy is an answer, but it's not the answer. It's okay not to use it to help you if you don't feel okay with using that option. As long as you're honest up front, that's all that really matters. So long story short, yes, anybody can be hypnotized. Whether or not they are willing to be hypnotized is a very different story. That's also something of a good segue into the next thing, which is stage hypnosis or street hypnosis, where random people are already under no questions asked. There's a few things that go into that, though. The hypnotist doesn't always necessarily choose at random who they hypnotize. There's a few ways that you can do this, but there are some folks out there who respond very well to literal suggestions and some that respond very well to inferred suggestions, kind of like what I was talking about last week. And then there are some who respond to both. And those are the people that hypnotists identify to make it seem like they could hypnotize anybody at will. That's the illusion and the wow factor of stage hypnosis. And in regards to whether or not they have permission, there's multiple facets to that. Because when you're in the audience or allowing someone to talk to you in any capacity, you're essentially giving them permission to take up your time. And there's a sense of authority there too, which subconsciously you give them permission to be the expert in whatever they're the authority in. Keep in mind too, hypnosis and therapy are separate things. They're just some people like me who combine the two for a single reason. So really when you see a stage hypnotist, it's not that they're abusing whatever they've got. They're using exactly what they've got. I just happen to use the same thing for therapeutic purposes. So now that we've established that and we've got a little more time, the next question I want to bring up is, what does hypnosis feel like? And again, you're going to hear this a lot, but it really does depend on the person. I get the feeling of a stomach drop, like when you shoot down in a roller coaster. People get a lot more relaxed, which is partly due to the fact that it has the same characteristics as a meditation. I've also felt that as well, and it has equal results. And some people just feel like they have their eyes closed for as long as they're quote-unquote hypnotized. It's really a matter of whether or not they're open to it, and if the therapist does the proper things to change the subconscious. Because if things are proper, then the results will show themselves, even if it's subconsciously, as it should be, or subliminally. Again, it's just the way you get there that's different and tailored to each person. There's no such thing as a wrong way, there's just your way. And sometimes, yes, sometimes hypnotherapy doesn't seem to work, but ultimately it comes back to whether or not you're willing to try the change and whether or not you're aware of the changes. That way, it's easier to track and see how true and to what extent the results go. Thank you all so much for listening to this very, very quick little episode of Get Lost So You Can Find Your Way Home. 
I hope this episode leaves you better than it found you, and if you're interested in setting up an appointment to help with your anxiety or stress management or possibly something else, I'm going to leave a link in the show notes to my Calendly to book some time with me to see how I can help. No pressure, of course, but in case you need it, it's there. So thank you as always, and until next time, here's to finding your way.